Get ready to be transformed. Transformed in your spirit, soul, body, finances, in all areas of your life. As a catalyst, Leanne is passionate about helping you step into your potential and fulfill your deep-seated dreams. If you desire your optimal kingdom upgrade, then this podcast is for you. So grab a notebook and welcome to The Transformational Coach with your host, Leanne Goff. Hey friend, Leanne Goff here, The Transformational Coach. And as always, I'm your Transformational Coach. I'm excited, excited, excited to uh, share today because I have a very, very special guest with me and I'll introduce her in just a minute. But if you remember or you listened to my recent, my last podcast, um, I talked about my transformational breakthrough and actually what brought that transformational breakthrough in my life is I had an encounter with God's transformational love uh, in October, 2003, that really just set me up to uh, bring me from being a woman of God as an orphan uh, to a little girl with a big dad, his beloved daughter, who he's well-pleased with. And so I wanted to bring in a special guest of mine, a very special person in my life um, to share her story um, of uh, being transformed by love. And she is my personal assistant uh, for many years, Sonia Silva. But more than that, she is a spiritual daughter uh, to my husband, Ray, and I. And so anyway, Sonia, welcome to my podcast today. Hi, mom. I'm so excited to be here with you today. <laughs> you may think that that's strange. Hi, mom. But actually, Sonia's part of our family. She's not just my personal assistant, um, our, uh, um, you know, helps me look good. But actually people say all the time, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. You're, I'm like, no, no, no. I just have amazing people around me. That's what helps me be amazing. And uh, Sonia is one of those amazing people that's around me to help me look amazing. And so it's more than just being a personal assistant um, to myself. She's a spiritual daughter to Ray and I. When did we meet? In 19, June 1st, 1998. Woohoo! Wow. <laughs> I mean, come on. And uh didn't know this gal. She was from Texas and didn't know her before she actually came into Teen Challenge in Chattanooga, Tennessee, June 1st, 1998, as a student, as a pastor's daughter. And uh, it was a relationship that began with not only my husband and I, but our daughter, our son-in-law, our whole family. And so um, we've never looked back. And so I want Sonia to talk today about how God's love transformed her life. Sonia, tell us about that. Yeah, well, mom, as you well know, I mean, after knowing me for 23 years, there's been so many areas where my life has been transformed by um, God's wonderful, wonderful love. Um, but one one major one, I've had many dark nights in my soul um, throughout my life, obviously, but the darkest by far was um, in September of 2000 and, um, yeah, 2012. And um, I'm, I'm really excited about you doing these podcasts right now because, you know, you're talking about transformation in your body, transformation in your uh, mind, soul, spirit, and finances. And in so many areas in my life, that's what's happened to me. And I know that it's because of, 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 of our father. You know, he has definitely, he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. You know, we have no idea what that means, you know, and are what the vast, you know, greatness of what those plans are. We, I mean, we limit ourselves so many times, but, you know, and, and, and I have been guilty of that myself, you know, and, but to talk about the darkest night of my soul in, in, in 2012, um, okay, guys, hold on to your seats here. But uh, if you know me, you, you know this, if you don't know me, it may not mean anything to you, but I was facing up to 40 years in prison. Yep. Um, you know, and that I would have never, ever dreamed that you see, cause I was brought up in church. 
Um, I knew all about God. I, I knew the Bible. I, I won awards for memorizing Bible verses, um, you know, but I didn't have that intimate relationship with my father. Um, I didn't know who I was as his daughter. And I really believe that that's a two-part relationship. You can know God as your father, but if you if you don't know yourself as, as his son or as his daughter, then you're missing out on, on, on a part of the relationship there. Um, and so that's what was happening with me. And back in 2012, I had, um, you know, fallen in love and I had never been married before, um, not ever really in a serious relationship up until that time. So I was, I was thinking I was about 40. I think I was close to 40, 42, (laughs) something like that. I don't know. It was how, whatever 2012 was 2011. And so anyway, I had, um, married my high school sweetheart and I knew that God had put us together. Um, because of just the circumstances behind it all, the way that it all came about. And, you know, lots of people that knew us from back in high school, you know, really believed that this was God. And I did too. And I still believe that it was, but we both had baggage that we were carrying that we didn't deal with before or give that to God. We've took it out on each other. And that's what happened in our, in our marriage. Um, So, you know, and because I, I wasn't, I still didn't know myself as his daughter, as, as God, father, God's daughter. Um, I took to drinking, you know, that's how I numbed myself and it, from feeling rejection, from feeling all kinds of things. And again, you, know? you knew God as your father. I you just God didn't know your identity as a yeah, beloved daughter. Exactly. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, I was missing out on that one part, you know, and so I was still ashamed. And so with the, with the guilt and the, the rejection and the, the hurt that I was feeling, instead of going to him, because I had still had those leaves around me, so to speak, you know, um, instead of going to my father, I, I just drowned myself, basically. And um, it ended up being that I, I was kicked out of my house. And um, I, I, I ended up calling, I'm going to say mom and dad, <laughs> um, mom and um, mom and Ray, <laughs> Leanne and Ray. And um, I says, look, guys, I need help. I need help because if I keep going down this road, I don't know what's going to happen to my life. It's not going to be good. And you were in Texas at the time. We were living in Alabama and we just said, hey, come up for a couple of weeks and Mm -hmm. stay with us so we can love on you. Just a couple of weeks. That's what they told me. Just come up so we can love on you. And I'm like, okay. And I did. I packed my car for a couple of weeks (laughs) and I went up and drove up to Alabama. Because your husband had locked you out the house and wouldn't let you in. Yep, Exactly. And so I came up to Alabama and, you know, still dealing with all those issues. And, and one day, uh, probably about a week or so after I was there in Alabama, he called and said that he decided that he, did, he didn't want to be married anymore, that I complicated his life. And let me tell you, I was living. I was angry. I was hurt. I was just so disgusted. I, I mean, I, you know, you, the one that coined it, you, you said that I was like a, a lion in a cage. Oh yeah. I was just pacing back and forth. When I got off the phone with him, I, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. And, um, you know, you tried to talk to me and I don't even know what you were thinking in your mind, but cause I was not even, I there. just knew the situation wasn't good. That's all. <laughs> no. And so the next day, you know, I was helping you volunteering, um, with, with, Papa Leif Hetland at Global Mission Awareness. And the next day you told me, you said, you know, why don't you just stay home and, and, you know, just basically you wanted me to go to God. You wanted me to go to God, but I didn't. Um, instead, I went out and I got drunks. Okay. So to make a long story short, short, I ended up getting into an accident and um, there were three people in that other car. It was a, a man and his wife and their 90 year old mother in the back seat. 
And when I, my car, I, when I hit them, my car was just like straight up. I mean, there was like, like I'd hit a telephone pole is what it, it looked like, but I honestly believe it was an angel because my car was a Chrysler. Okay. Which was a heavy car and their car was a little small car, but there was hardly any damage to it. Yep. So I believe that it was an angel because people were praying for me during that time. My mom, you guys were praying yep. for me. My dad, a lot of people were praying for me. And so anyway, I ended up being arrested. And um, because in the, in the, in the state of Alabama, if um, alcohol is involved and people, an ambulance comes to the scene, it's an automatic felony, which is a two to 20 years in prison. And two people were taken to the hospital that day, that night. And so that was an automatic two, two count, two felony counts. Um, so I ended up being in, in, you know, lockdown for, for 30 days, a so, solitary confinement, basically. And let me myself. tell you when, when we showed up to the accident, it was about nine o'clock at night, it'd been raining and storming and we showed up and, and got out and walked over to the, the scene. Mm-hmm. Sonia was in the back seat handcuffed. And I tell you what, I will never, ever, ever forget that site. I, I just could not I will never forget that sight. And my heart just broke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I knew I, I, I basically told her, I said, you, you're going to jail, you're going to jail, which obviously you did. Yeah. But you know, at the time it, 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 again, it was the darkest night of my soul, but you know what? It was also the brightest. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was the brightest was because now I couldn't do anything. Nobody could help me, but God, Yep. nobody could help me, but my father. And let me tell you, he did just that. I mean, when, you know, you've heard, I think you heard um, Mom Leanne talk about, I think it was in your first or second, po- first podcast, I believe, had that, that baptism of love, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what happened to me in my life. It, it wasn't like a two or three hour episode. This was like almost a full year. <laughs> but what, it, what happened was he just would dump me into his heart to where all I could breathe was him, you yeah. know, and there was no one, no one, no one could help me. Not my parents, not, not Ray and Leanne, not myself you know, not my lawyers. I hardly even spoke to my lawyer, you know, I mean, it was only me and God. That was the only one. And let me tell you, the first few days I was in solitary confinement, I literally wanted to kill myself because I did not know what I had done. I didn't know if these people had lived or if they had died. I had no clue. And for me to be responsible, you know, you've heard the, the phrase hurt people, hurt people. Well, I always thought that was kind of emotional, you know, that you hurt people emotionally if you're hurt emotionally, but this was actual a physical hurt. Yeah. And I, 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 I didn't know how to live with that. So to make a long story short, I mean, really God just provided a miracle and you guys have to know too, back in 2010, I was also diagnosed with MS. Okay. And so I was taking medications and um, I had been through MRIs and I mean, all this stuff, I was doing shots even at, at the time. And up to the height of my disease, I had 14 lesions between my, my brain, my spine, um, the, the bottom of my brain and my spinal cord. Um, so I was going through all that as well. When I got out, finally, after uh, 30 days of being in jail, um, you know, I had divorce papers given to me and, and all that. Kind of, I mean, I was just facing everything. I, I had no joy. I was numb. My feelings were numb. But God was still there for me. And that was that was the only one that I I could turn to because, again, nobody could do anything for me except for him. And I remember there was was one time, mom, we matter of fact, you had so much to the story. But, um, you know, you can actually read read more about it in her first book, A Christian Life Without Father God. 
But um, and just go to leannegoffministries.org and you'll find the book there. Yeah. But so in August, we had gone to um, a church in, in um, Peachtree City in Beth in Bethel, Atlanta, I think mm-hmm. it was. And we were during worship and God spoke to me very, very clearly. He said, Sonia, the day you no, he, he said, Sonia, in the beginning of time, you were my dream. But the day you were born, you became my reality. And, you know, there are sometimes those words that are spoken to you that transforms your life forever. Mm-hmm. And that was what transformed mine, that I was actually God's dream in the beginning of time. But when I was born, I became the reality of that dream, you know, and so that just really completely solidified everything for me. And, you know, um, I can remember, I mean, just so much to that mom, I'm just so much to, to, to that story, but, um, you know, God provided a miracle. Let's just, let's just put it that way. I mean, he, he sent people my way without me having to go to prison and all kinds of stuff. And I mean, it it really is like, you know, reading something about the story of Esther or Joseph or Daniel Alliance did really guys when this all happened and how God really just transformed her life and supernaturally, like her sentencing even was like reading a story out of the old Testament. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it is. It's, it's just an insane and amazing, incredible story. But I, I want to say this, Sonia, real quick. I love when Sonia, uh, as she gets ready to f- finish what's happened, but I love as I, Sonia goes and I'm doing a conference somewhere and she's working my resource table and for the first couple of days. And if you know, Sonia, she's, she wouldn't hurt a flea. I mean, she's just, everybody loves Sonia. Like, it's oh, like everybody flea, loves yeah, Raymond. Right. Yeah. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. Well, everybody loves Sonia. I mean, if she doesn't, I mean, everybody loves her. She's just so sweet and uh, so kind and, and just is willing to help people out. So, you know, she's at the first couple of days of our conference and everything, and she's doing the table and talking with people. And then about the, I don't know, a few sessions in a three days in or whatever, I'll say, Hey, Sonia, come up. I want people to hear your story. And she tells this story and people's jaws just drop. They're like, that's her story. I said, I'll tell them, I said, you need to hear Sonia's story. She was um, facing up to 40 years in prison. Um, she was not convicted of, you know, drug sm- smuggling or, you know, she didn't rob a bank or, or, or kill anybody. And people, they're just like, Oh my gosh. And on the edge of this, their seats to hear this sweet young woman, tell her story of how she was faced up to 40 years in prison. So anyway, so what happened from there? So basically really what, what happened was that, you know, father really solidified my identity as his daughter in as his daughter during that time. And I can remember, you know, with, from a miracle from God, just totally letting me go from not even being able to leave the County to all of a sudden, now I was able to go on my first mission mission trip with you to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yep. yep. It was December of 2012. And it was matter of fact, it was going to be new year's new year's that time. And I can remember as soon as my, my, we went to this, this certain area there in Cuba. And it's when my feet hit that ground, I just, just began to cry. And you guys have to know that up until that point, I might feel I was numb. I didn't have any emotions, even though I knew what, who I was, but my emotions were numb. I had none because I was going through a divorce. I had MS. I was facing up to 40 years in prison. I mean, I, I, if I took my eyes off of God one, one day, one second, I would have just lost it because there was just so insurmountable odds that I was facing. But I can remember that all of a sudden 
father just came in with his love and I just began to cry and cry and cry and then laugh and then laugh and laugh. <laughs> and I really believe that God healed my emotions and set me free in a country that had no freedom. He wow. gave me wow. that freedom wow. in that country. You know, that he, there's no limit to, to what he can do. Yeah. And so, you know, ever since then, you know, and then right after that, God heals me of MS. Well, wait, 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 wait. So let me back up <laughs> on that before she gets, because I was thinking about it. So I think it was about October that year uh, and 2012. And uh, we had a group of students from the School of Ministry at Bethel Church in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And they come over for dinner with one of the leaders um, of the church at that time, one of the pastors. And so while we're sitting around the table, I, I asked them, I said, who wants to see a miracle in a, in a making? And they all raised their hands. Of course, they're students of the School of Supernatural Ministry. And it's so funny because uh, at this time, again, Sonia's 40, 14 lesions on her brain and spine with MS. She couldn't feel the carpet underneath her feet in our home. I mean, she could not travel with me like she's doing now yeah. if, if she would not have been healed. And, um, and then she was facing up 40 years in prison. So I said, who wants to see a miracle in the making? And they're like, me, me, me. And so we took and we put a chair in our living room on the carpet and we all gathered around her and we began to pull down heaven on, yeah. on Sonia and begin to make declarations because there's power in, the, in our words and declarations and just began to go after it. And then the rest of the story. Well, I had to, you know, and obviously I went to the doctor and they did MRIs and everything. And um, you had a, a spiritual son that happened to be a brain surgeon. Yeah. And um, he wanted to look at the um, MRIs and he said, Sonia, one of two things, either you were misdiagnosed or God healed you. And so I showed him my original MRIs. And what did he say? <laughs> that I had been healed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause they had the ones before and then the ones after her being healed. Yeah. And so I can remember back in teen challenge when I first met you, um, father introduced himself to me as my father. And, um, I remember him telling me that I was now Sonia Elizabeth, God's redeemed, yeah. you know, and I kept that, you know, that in my heart for a long time. But when I became his daughter, when I knew I was his daughter and all this happened to me, I, it, he told me, he says, it's been changed now transformed mm -hmm. from Sonia Elizabeth, God's favored, healed and redeemed. Yeah. And that's who Sonia Elizabeth is, you know? And so you're talking about transformation, you know, and, 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 and ever since then, mom, for, for the past eight, nine, 10 years, um, since all this has taken place, I would have never imagined, just like we were talking about before, what God has done in my life since then, Yeah. you know, where <laughs> I'm at, yeah. you know, not only spiritually, but Physically, oh my gosh, I've lost 53 pounds. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm also a health coach. Um, you know, all those kind of different things. That, and then in, in my finances, you know, what God has done in my finances. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm not there yet. I mean, I'm not completely perfect, but I mean, God has, I've, he's brought me so far. He has. And and one of the, the dynamics of her, her story you need to hear is that um, the, when it was time for her sentencing, the couple that she had hit in the car, they wanted her, they told their attorney, we want Sonia to basically to write her own sentence. Yeah. And when Sonia came downstairs saying, I just got a call from my attorney and they want me to write my own sentence. We're like, what? And that's where it becomes like an old Testament, um, like incredible mir miraculous story. Yeah. And so we worked up her, her sentence and that was to travel with me, be my personal assistant, travel the nations, tell her story in America and the other nations. And and you know what? The judge, that's what was her sentence. So in the books, yeah. the, the court books of Alabama, I guess that's what you're saying. But anyway, the legal books of Alabama, 
Sonia's sentence, it was her sentencing was be sentenced to be my personal assistant and travel the nations and her accountability. And there's nothing facing up to two felonies. Story. Yeah, there's nothing on her records. She paid her five thousand dollars in fine. And that was supernatural how God provided that every single month. And today she's free. Yep. She's free. She's been transformed by God's love. The same way when we come to Jesus, he washes us white as snow. So is my record. <laughs> <laughs> that is you so know? cool. That I is mean, so awesome. It's such a parallel to scripture. And um, I just, you know, I, I'm just so grateful and thankful, you know, to, to, to him for he, he relentlessly pursued my heart yep. until he captured it. And then he set my heart into his. Yeah. And you know, know what, for every listener on here right now, Sonia, God is per- relentlessly pursuing them yes. as the, his beloved daughter, as his beloved son. And he has a purpose and a plan. It doesn't matter what the enemy, the pigeon is what I call it. This pigeon's talking to you. The dove has something amazing to say about you. The pigeon will say, see, you're a failure. It'll never work out. God doesn't love you. You've blown it. Time's over with, and you've really screwed it up. But the spirit of God, he says, you know what? You're my beloved daughter. You're my beloved son. I am so incredibly well-pleased with you. Yeah, maybe you did something wrong, but you know what? It's not too big for me. I am the God of possibilities, of impossibilities that I can take what the devil meant for harm and evil, and I will bring good out of it. Just come to me, trust me, whether it's facing up to 40 years in prison, you're crippled with MS, or, you know, like me, I was suicidal, you know, uh, up until October, 2003, my, I, you know, the whole bit. So, you know, he is relentlessly pursuing every single person that is listening to this podcast. So Sonia, as we get ready to close here, would you just pray over those that are listening to this? Oh, absolutely. I'd be honored. <laughs> um, I just want to release what 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 has been given to me, freely given to me, and that is freedom. You know, um, whatever situation you're facing, no matter how impossible it may seem or look, it does not matter the circumstance. Let me tell you this. The word impossible actually has I'm possible. Yeah. And I believe that's why he's the God of impossibility because wow. he is wow, possible. That's a good word there. And so I just declare that over every situation that you personally may be facing, you're a family member may be facing, or even a friend that, you know, a loved one that, that, you know, ha- has no hope that they feel hopeless. I just speak hope to, to that situation right now in Jesus name. And just Say, Father, I just ask you to come in. And besides all that, just reveal yourself to them as your as as their father. And not only that, but how much you love them as their as your son and your daughter. That they are special. That they are the apple of your eye. The apple of your eye. The, they they are set right in the middle of your heart, right in between your shoulder blades. You know, they're beloved. And so I just bless every listener right now, and just say, you know be free, be free and, and just be, be free to, to, to know him and to um, just be blessed in, in all that you do. Wow. This has been so good. Yeah. I'm just agreeing with Sonia that, um, you know, you're going to have your own supernatural transformational encounter with God's love uh, that seriously, again, that you won't walk the same anymore. Uh, let me tell you, neither Sonia or I walk the same anymore, talk the same anymore, think the same anymore, live the same anymore. I mean, we have been transformed by God's love. I mean, a lot of people hear about God's love. They they talk about God's love, but have you really had an encounter with his love? Because they'll know that we are his by his love. So anyway, this has been so amazing, Sonia. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for helping me fulfill my sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> this has been so good. And friend, thanks for 
joining us today. And um, next podcast, I'm going to be talking about, are you in servantship or sonship? Are you living your life in servantship or sonship? A son, a daughter, or a servant? Not wrong to be a servant, but there's a higher place, a higher level, and that's son and daughter. So anyway, guys, Leanne Goff here, Transformational Coach, signing off for now. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. Thank you for listening to The Transformational Coach with Leanne Goff. You can find out more about Leanne and her resources on her website, leannegoffministries.org, as well as her Instagram at leannegoffministries. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends, and don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen.